Hey everyone, before we get started, we just wanted to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by OK Drugs Peach Eatables. We posted a um, Instagram story of the package they sent us of their CBD gummies, um, which by the way are amazing. They taste just like peach rings. Um, and yeah, they are going to be sponsoring this week's episode, so um, stay tuned. We're going to tell you how you can save 10% off your first order. And just keep in mind, the lovely folks at OK Drugs, Peach Eatables, um, their heads are empty too. So <laughs> st- stick around, and we hope you enjoy the episode. All women are queens. If she breathes, she's a fuck! Are we going to get more ads for, like, weed things because it's legal in New Jersey now. <laughs> well, that was my whole selling point to the people who, like, when I was trying to find advertisers, I was like, just so you know, our primary audience is New Jersey and Philadelphia college mm-hmm. students. Just just so you know, wink, wink, if you know what we saying. I hope that we have this around long enough that we can get to a point where, like, when there's actual, like, dispensaries and they want to advertise... That'd be dope. I you want them. Oh, baby, There's I've been manifesting it. Me. It's going to happen. I've been writing in my manifest journal, oh my God. and I did buy Moldavite, so. Wait, Yo, who, who bought Moldavite? Hold on. Me? <laughs> Wait, crazy, crazy, because I just bought Moldavite last week. Oh, my God. And I'm Wait, going through it. How, how do you feel? Oh, I'm going shit. through it. <laughs> Wait, Carly, maybe that's why your stomach hurts so bad. Yo, my stomach well, To be hurting. fair, my stomach has hurt for four years, so. But, like, true. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> But that's true. I mean, because I was noticing like nothing like crazy bad or crazy good, just like like random stuff that's like a lot at once. And mm. I don't know if it's like Moldavite or just the fact that it's the holidays and I have um, a mood disorder and ADHD. So <laughs> <laughs> it could be, it could be. But me, my brain's like, no, it's the moon rock. <laughs> it's the moon it's, rock. It's, Yo, no cap. Me, it's definitely the moon rock. Because I was on some like elevated. <laughs> ascension type of time before like life was good and i bought this shit because i was like i'm ready because the universe said so and now it's like, the universe said so. yeah, same. I was the same and now it's just like i'm stoked like i'm good but it's just like shadow work uh, i don't know I, th- I thought i healed a lot of myself <laughs> and now it's just like <laughs> i love this taylor this is a great idea yeah but wait <laughs> Yeah, okay, so before we start, can you introduce yourself? Me? Yes, special guest? Okay, yes, sure. Yes, guest. no, not Taylor or Kieran. <laughs> okay, like, like as if, like, this is, like, part of the segment? It's what it... Like, just, we, like, just gotta, we like, don't really... We don't have... There's no format, baby. Should we, should we like, we do what should we do. we do an intro and then be like, we'd like to welcome a special guest like we've done with our other ones? Or should we... Okay, yeah, so... Um, here's the intro. <laughs> this is the college episode. <laughs> and we have a special guest. From special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Daniel Baluch. I'm a junior at Seton Hall University, marketing major, diplomacy minor. Um, I'm also known as Right Time. What is diplomacy? Oh, diplomacy is like international relations. Oh, that's some big Seton Hall energy for sure. Yo, Taylor knows. <laughs> Yo, that's a fact. Me and Taylor <laughs> intro to IR together. That's when we both. What's your stage name? I want to know the stage name. Right timing. Yeah. Right timing. I love that. Yeah, thank you. And then just for the audience listening, I'm a Pisces. You know, I'm an old soul. That's why they have me here. 
<laughs> oh my god. I'll send us that Aries. I, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna go. I'm an Aries. That's fine. I got Moon Aries, so you know why I understand that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I look you like Aries. Kiernan's a Pisces too. Oh, oh Kiernan dropped yeah, out. She said she's not on the call anymore. She said that there can only be one Pisces in this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have beef with girl Pisces. Every girl Pisces I've met has been chill, but male Pisces, like y'all be doing too much. No, that's a fact. I agree with you. They don't got their shit figured out. I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot being a Pisces. But like at the same time, like you could you gotta figure yourself out and then like tap into that power. So see, we like that is the type of like energy that we can respect. If you if you are self aware to know that you're an insufferable Pisces mm-hmm. and you need to grow, then we have we have no, nothing to do but applaud you for that. Uh, Everyone says Aries are Hello? Oh Kunin, you're back. You can missed it. Me? He's a Pisces. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we you missed it. He's a Pisces. My birthday, March 8th. Mar- okay. Oh, you're a March Pisces. March Pisces. Okay. I'm a March Pisces. I'm March 17th. Mm, okay. Um, St. Patrick's Day. That's cool. That's cool. It's a fun It's a fun time. St. Patrick's Day is on the same day every year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is Thanksgiving. No, thank, that's my issue. Uh, that's Thanksgiving the, that always throws me off. <laughs> I just think every holiday know, except for Christmas and Halloween works like that now. Nah, man. Yeah. I honestly didn't know and that the either July, about Thanksgiving right? until. Yeah. Well, and Valentine's Day. Hold on. There's right? too many. <laughs> <laughs> National holiday. All right. So tell us more about right timing, about yourself, right timing. Like what? Before we get into okay. it. Okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> right timing is like, you know, I talk a lot about like numbers lining up, you know, like synchronicities. Oh my God. I This is the greatest <laughs> special get, surprise special get. Like Taylor said she wanted to bring someone on and I was like, sure, I don't care. That I'm, I can I can be here for this. Word. Yeah. I mean, I just, I figured like this was a type of vibe, you know? <laughs> knowing the energy but so you know synchronicities and then obviously we just been yes. we've been talking about like astrology right and then like i really feel like when things happen it's got to be at the right time like you know we talk a lot about like karmic lessons and then we also talk about growth and healing and like ascension all that shit but like a combination of it all it's just like it just came to me like one phrase to sum it all up is like right timing you know like that's just my mode to go through life i was talking to lisa about this the other day actually because she was asking me like do I live a goal-based life or a value-based life? And I was like, honestly, I recently became value-based because goal-based is like all a lack. Like you're not tapping into a bunch. Oh my God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just always chasing and like with right time and you shouldn't be chasing. You should be attracting. Wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I so type my Moldavite and your Moldavite just brought you to this podcast. <laughs> Yo, oh God. Without us knowing. I didn't know that until you said it. <laughs> I'm going to clip this audio and then put it on TikTok and hopefully it'll make us go viral because TikTok they eats that, that shit up. They yeah, they love Motivite. They love crystals. They love all this shit. So we got you off because we were talking about astrology, but that's like the basis of your name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. With right yeah. timing. Oh, you want me to keep talking about it? So what do you do? Like, do you, what do you produce? Okay. Like, do you got it? Plug For yourself. Sure. Like, Shameless plug. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Y'all gave me this platform, but nah, I make, um, well, I've been like rapping for like years, you know, like since I was like 14 and then at like 16, like I got to like start, I started recording, like practice recording, making music, whatever. 
But like, it wasn't really until like, like I started putting my shit out at 19. But even then, you know, I have years under my belt. It wasn't really until like 20, it's like this year, where I like, A, found myself. Like, you know, we talking about knowing ourselves and like NATO chart and all that. It wasn't really until 20 where like it all finally clicked for me. Like, right time and shit. Hold on. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yo, who's, who's like sounding like they're driving 100 miles per hour with their windows down? <laughs> I hope it's not. I hear Is it, it too, me? I, I don't Fuck, think it's oh me. Do you God. not hear it? No. Somebody got a window. If you don't open. hear it, then that means it's me you. I'm going to position shit. <laughs> oh my god. Or it just means she's got really old beats. <laughs> <headphones. laughs> don't make fun of that. My ex boyfriend gave them to me. <laughs> Are you on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes? Are you just Yo. like getting started putting mm, stuff good question. out there? So, like, I have like three songs under my government name, Daniel Baluch, right? And then. <laughs> No, and I just felt like I feel so exposed. Like, this is, like, my name that I put on my school assignments and shit. And then I was, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was just, like, important stuff. I just took a break from music, like, around, like, March, April, May, just because I just, it was at a time in my life where I just wanted to, like, decompress. I tried my hardest. It's okay. It's been a really long week. Facts. Yeah, it's. It has like wait, sure. how are you doing, Snail? Because you had some yeah, finals and shit. These are the um, I motherfucking shit. Well, you yeah, I did the two finals I said I was going to do. Queen, <laughs> we're so proud of Here you. <laughs> um, I, I'm probably gonna pass two classes, and that is two That's more better than, than none. Passed last semester, and one more yep. than I passed the previous semester. So. By that math, that's like 150% improvement. That's good math. You should be passing more than that. Fuck what they say. <laughs> okay. And you know what? That's the most you could do this year. Yeah, I really fine. gave them all I had. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyways, the Instagram questions. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, like, at least seven people said Mobamba was one of them. And then Closer... A bunch of SJU people said SJU ruined Mr. Brightside, which I, is that just a St. Joe's thing? Or did you guys like did frat house parties or like soccer house? <laughs> yeah. Did they like yes. overplay that song? Dance or was that just in a, a frat okay. also. Yo, hold on. Not only am I in a fraternity or frat, I'm the president of the inter-fraternity council. Like Hell the yeah. council that oversees oh. all fraternity activity. That's me. That was hype. I was that he had to give the speech at my birthday dinner. And I and won. And then he came back in and he was like, Aww. I won. That's Did that fact. shit in a hibachi parking lot. Oh my god. I said pack me a bowl after. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna love the section where we bash Greek life. Well, actually I don't know if we can because aren't, yeah, aren't you guys all in Greek life? In Greek not- life? I was in a co-ed fraternity. So no. I didn't sign anything. I don't really give a fuck. I I honestly I don't have anything really bad to say about my sorority because like I was in yeah, like I was Yours in wasn't bad, like yeah. notoriously decent sorority on campus. Yeah. So like I love that that's yeah. the bar. Like the bar is so low that notoriously yeah, like, decent is the highest that's level. That's like an oxymoron too. Notoriously decent. Right. Right, I know. Like people were like, "Oh, they're nice," and like that was our rep, and I'm fine with it. I joined my junior year, so I didn't really care. But yeah, we can talk about that later, though. 
right, some of the Wait, other can songs. I make a comment about Mo Tunnel Bamba. Vision, pick up the phone. When I, right before, yes, so, like, you know how the Southern schools go to school, like, in the first week of August? Yes. So, a bunch of kids mm-hmm. had already gone to school, and I still hadn't. And I had never even heard of Mobamba. And I forget who, but one of them texted in this group chat that I was in. And they were like, guys, there's this song that everyone plays at parties. Like, you need to hear it. And then he sent Mo Bamba. And I was, like, standing there. I was doing my laundry in my basement. I was standing there. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? People listen to this. And then they, like, like it. But then I... Like, it wasn't even... The only hype part of that song was where he's like, fuck, it's shit, fun, that bitch. But the, the rest of the song is just like... <laughs> it's not a good song. It's not, it's not what probably... you would call musically, aesthetically pleasing. No. I remember when that shit first came out. Yeah, right time he <laughs> would know. Yo, Shaq West is cool, though. Nah, I don't know. I don't really know him as a person. What the fuck am I talking <laughs> I only know that you song. Know, like, what Shaq else, West, what other songs West he, and I will say I do enjoy that one. That just a bit. I will. I'll say this: his music might be meh, but he's a good performer. Yeah, he get like I feel like I feel yeah, like I it's can see really, that. I feel like now, like currently in the society that we live in, it's not so much about the content of what you're saying, but more so about the energy that you are like exuding. giving off and yeah, exuding. That's the that's people what like shit that is gonna like pierce their organs. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah. Like, parties. You want parties? Hard. On. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to blow like, up. Like our freshman mm-hmm. year, like. Kiernan and, and and my freshman Fucking year, closer. like we had closer, closer oh. was a big no, one like our was. sophomore year, but we also had black oh. broccoli, um, broccoli t-shirt by Migos. Oh, you guys were in college for broccoli. Which were, like, kind oh, of dancing. Was I was in high yes, school, we so that was like on my field hockey playlist. It just gives me very much sweaty yes. basement. Uh, like parties, <laughs> I just hear it and I just get in the middle of the party, bitch, get off of me. Like I can't, it's, yeah, do like, it anymore. I, I don't know, like. 20- and T-shirt by Migos was such a good song, but I can't think of like trauma when I hear it. <laughs> I feel like fall, fall twenty. I can't think it had like tapped kegs, like the songs. Twenty sixteen yeah, was, was a good the year songs for music for like college parties because like I feel like I see it on what TikTok else? all the time. They're like, if you were in college twenty sixteen, like you had the era of like college music. And that was like we were towards the end. Of, I also like, am kind of smacked too when that was a big deal, like. It's mm-hmm. not, oh my which is God, funny yeah. because that kid, my dad knew that kid. He went to Lower Marion, <laughs> who started I'm Schmacked. Lower <laughs> Marion, that's crazy. Yeah, my my dad. Oh, plug. My dad knew Kobe Bryant. My dad coached his sisters for volleyball. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe actually went to my dad and said, "I want to play volleyball," and my dad said, "No, you'll hurt yourself, and I'm oh, not going to end your career." <laughs> He was like a friend. He was like a freshman. <laughs> I didn't know I that. Some, something like that. It was like off season. And my dad was like, Kobe fuck shit. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck no. Yeah. But that's my only claim to fame. <laughs> I'm also kind of curious. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Damn. 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 Yeah, that's 2020. I'm also like kind of curious to see how the generation that grew up with like TikTok yes. dances, like what yes. they do in well, college. Well, if they fucking go to college. Like what, what if like, if like WAP comes on yes. and you're going to do the dance, like True. what are some other, don't like what are the, some other well, like TikTok songs that like 
were actually good songs, but then got turned into. Daniel, have you seen people do dances at parties? I I don't really go to parties ever. Well, I guess you. I don't even. Yeah, I haven't been to parties. It's just like, you know, like most thing we'll do is get togethers, and that's just like within like guidelines because nobody's trying to catch COVID, especially not me. You understand? That's I live. I live in a good good group of guys that that are just with the shit. They let me banter about astrology all day. They let me. You know what I'm saying? They, they like, accept me. Oh, and then it's stand. just, like, they're also with this shit. It's, like, I don't got to, like, I don't got to stoop no level below me to, like, talk. Like, they're on my level, you know? Common love sense. That. We love the vibe. Yeah, it's common so sense. Good. Yeah, facts. <laughs> we love that. Yes. We applaud common sense. You know, we are bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> but We're shooting for the bare minimum here. That'd be mad oh. funny, though, if you see people... <laughs> Oh my God! Someone said bad. Oh, that was, that was one. one. Sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't What's hear. a? Oh, Migos. What about? Killed it. What are the our, thoughts? Our freshman year. On oh my oh. gosh, why can't I remember the song? It's the it's the no 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 the the one by Meek Mill. Oh. The, Dreams, dreams and, and nightmares. nightmares. Yeah. Oh, oh dreams and nightmares, man. baby. We yes. went to school in Philadelphia. We went. To, we were in school in Philly when <laughs> the Eagles won, and when yeah, Meek was still locked up. Y'all were in me, prime Philly. Oh but my God. Let me be real. Yes. The amount of Ooh, white girls screaming the yeah, word that everywhere that is incredibly problem. I have videos of because like every time I went to a party and it came on, I took a video, obviously, because I think that the way that like. The South Jersey Philly people act, and like I go to Seton Hall, so there's like a fair amount of people from like South Jersey and PA, or mm-hmm. Jersey and PA in general. Yeah, it's never yeah. truly Philly people. It's from like people that yeah, are from literally. Literally. people people from Haddonfield yeah. saying they're from Philly. I say from, I like, live Delco. right next to Philly, but not in Philly. Like I wouldn't. That Dreams was, and nightmares, though I can I can I hear will, that. It song never gets old. It, it literally never, never gets old. Yeah, because they played it at basketball <laughs> it was games. At the bars, Eagles came out to at, during the Super like, Bowl. Like it is. A, yeah. it, it was is, always it's, it's, yeah. historic. It now. was a cultural <laughs> reset. Honestly, it, I it, think it, that should be the new national anthem. Yes. <laughs> That's Philadelphia's national anthem. Oh God, it is. Oh, <laughs> it, my is. God. 20, it is. Like, it is. When did they win? Twenty eighteen. That like. From January, actually no, it was like December 2017 to February 2018 was like the most prime time you could have been in a school at in Philadelphia. Like it was insane. There were billboards that literally (laughs) said free week. The like weekend before I think the Super Bowl, like even before then, the entire city was green. Like every building was green. Like I used to go to I used to go to Temple. Yeah, I used to go to Temple parties a lot. So like I was at I was always in the city. Like every weekend and it was it was insane and it was just a beautiful moment because then everybody would like go and tailgate too and it was just the unity that you just want (laughs) (laughs) that we will never get again because eagles blow now but did you guys have anything like that at seton hall like isn't your basketball team yeah our basketball team's all pretty good yeah, we would have won the chip, honestly, in my opinion, if if COVID didn't hit. Like that's that's how good our team was last year. Like we were predicted yeah. to go to Final Four, and then obviously after that, it's just like you know whoever performs and shit. And then now it's like we're we're like we have a good roster, but we still have like developments and shit that you know we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, St. Joe's can't relate. Yeah, it COVID's gonna take a hit that's to a, a lot of that's a sports teams, oh, yeah. like big and small. 
sport. And is that like your oh, guys? Sure. Yeah, we don't have Red a football team. Basketballs are like all in. Yeah, we didn't either. Yep, yeah. Except we sucked. <laughs> it, I, basketball games are pretty fun, but like oh, when yeah. you'd see the basketball players at parties, very weird vibes. Like the way people treat them is so oh, strange. Wait. They, story. wait okay, can I, I finish my story? No, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, sorry. No worries. It's an exciting topic. That like my <laughs> favorite thing to do would be just to mm. pretend that I don't know them. Like, and one time I went up to one Humble. of them. I'm not gonna like Humble say them. their name, but I was like, "Excuse me," and then he like said something, and I was like, "Oh, do you go here?" And he was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Do you go to Seton Hall?" And he was like, "Uh, yeah." Do you? And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a sophomore." <laughs> and he was like, "You don't know who I am." And I was like, "No, oh, like, why no. would I know who you are?" And this girl was like standing right next to him, like hanging on to him, and she was like, "What do you mean you don't know him? He's blah blah blah." And I was like, "I've never heard of you." And he was like, <laughs> "I'm on the basketball team," and I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> And then he just Humble. like walked away. Like it just Humble like does him. not like they are so weirdly full of themselves. But it's also like the people act like it. Like freshmen, like they will prey on freshman girls because freshman Ugh. girls will sleep with them just because like they could be like, oh my god, I fucked a basketball player. Like sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. That doesn't apply to everyone. You guys are small. Um, oh you know what I'm saying? I got the stats in my head. Yeah, they we be a mid-sized <laughs> campus, they say, because we got like the numbers. It's like six thousand undergrad, and I'm like, yeah, same as St. Joe's. Yeah, all right, so it's like say, yeah, like eight thousand undergrad, I think. I have like that. Okay, this and coming from a person who had to go to many oh, yeah, basketball games, cheerleader. not by choice, but by choice. Yes. <laughs> Um, I have many opinions on this topic and one, I genuinely like watching basketball, especially as like someone who has been a cheerleader, like my whole life, I'd rather watch and cheer for basketball than football because it's more fast paced Mm -hmm. and it's more engaging. But the way that some St. Joe's basketball players think that they are straight off of like the winning team, (laughs) Villanova 2017 or whatever year they won. We have before. You did? The last basketball game I remember, I was in Philly, and it was, like, right – it was, like, early February, I think, or mid-February of this year. And we went – we were at Villanova, and we beat them there. Yeah. They're not all that – they're not – yeah, Villanova's, like – Well, they they lost – They were going out. They lost their seniors, too. Yeah. You lose your seniors. You lose your leadership. They haven't – yeah. I got – but yeah i just i never engaged in any (laughs) sexual activities with any of the basketball players because to oh my god wait this is a funny story and i bet you know which one this person is because i don't think this will ever i don't think this will ever get out to him because he's he wasn't like uh what is it Uh, this is so dumb uh Major League <laughs> Basketball Yo, is MBA. not NBA. NBA. <laughs> NBA. Okay. Major League Baseball. Ma- that, that is baseball. 
Major League Basketball. I like All that, right. though. So, he... It, he Major League That's Basketball. That's a fact. You know what I meant. It's fucking nighttime. Um, he... Uh, so, we're on the court. Like, we're on the court side cheering. And the basketball, like, rolls off, like, to the side. And one of the cheerleaders picks it up and gives it back to him. And then he takes it, winks, gives it back to her again. And she's like, <laughs> what? What? I, like, I'm not, you're the basketball player. And then he chuckles and then takes it from her. And the ref just watched this whole thing go down. Hold up, the sexual this tension between the referee and blowing the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this kid, like, thought he was hot shit. And he was pretty good. But, like, he, I mean, they all, yeah. But this one, like, was up Martelli's ass for a long time and made his way through uh, the cheerleading team. So, But he didn't even know this girl. He just, like, saw that the ball rolled into, like, by her feet and she picked it up to give it to him because, like, that's what we're supposed to do. Like, we're not supposed to just leave it there. Because we don't want to like delay the game or anything, and then he gave it to like she gave it to him like here, here's the ball. And normally they would not even <laughs> say thank you; they'd just be like, eh, and then go back Grunt. to the game. He like took a second, Ugh. looked her up and down, winked, gave the ball back to her, and she just held it like what? Start dribbling am I on the court. To do? I don't shot. know you. <laughs> <laughs> She's in. <laughs> That's what I said That's after. I was he like, said, "Yo, let me, let me sub out. You got me." <laughs> no. Wait, Taylor, you're not in a sorority, right? I had big beef with people in sororities, though, earlier this year. Kieran, I think you may remember. I'm pretty sure you responded to the tweet. I made a lot of oh, people yeah, really yeah. mad. Oh, I remember that. No, yeah. Which you, it, the shit, speak, <laughs> speak your truth, because it is true. <laughs> it's. The experience I had in my sorority, like, it wasn't bad. I also was only in it for three semesters because, like, last semester didn't count. And, like, I didn't rush till the spring of my junior year. So, like, I didn't see a lot of it. But I know if I was, like, a freshman and I rushed, I would have dropped, definitely. Like, especially if you go through, like, formal recruitment, because if you don't know, there's two types of recruitment. You could do informal in the fall, or you could do formal in the spring, and formal fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, well it's, like, for our it's school, like that, yeah. you know, like too. I could talk does, about, does, like, yeah, that all after that too? Yeah. yeah, like, it's, so there's informal, like, that's, it, that's a pretty standard, right? It, like, it just depends on, like, what that means to, per school. Um, but I know in the South, it's different, though, because, like, usually formal is, like, before school even starts, which I don't Yo, even, that's the South, so fucked up. The South is I different. Li- I don't like, know let me how they do that. I remember. Like, I would not, like, like yeah. y'all know, I'm on, like, the head council for, like, my, my Greek uh, life circle, right? Mm-hmm. If I went to a school in the South, I wouldn't even think Greek. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's such a yeah, it's such a different not. culture. Like being at where we're where it's we are different. at, it's like at least still like people from different areas and shit. So that means there's gonna be different cultures and different blends and shit, right? You go down south, right. everything is gonna no. be <laughs> traditional and back like oh. the way things were in the old days. It's like racist, oh, which is let like, me tell you something. It's so just... systemically racist yes. in classes too. But so let's, let's oh, not forget absolutely. that that shit intersects. And, like, everything oh, that they do down there, like, I sometimes yes. wonder, like, like obviously, like, there's, like, people with motives to join Greek life so that they can have, like, you know, that quote-unquote college experience. But, like, 
let's just like not even forget that like this system that they implemented was clearly made to favor a certain group in college. Oh, absolutely. You, know you just have to look at you just have to look at the founders of any yes. of any mm-hmm. universe of any sorority, male or female. It's just a bunch of affluent white mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's just. And it and it if you don't if you don't look the cer- certain way or talk a certain way or dress a certain way, which they may not think or is frat. inherently yeah. like yeah problematic or prejudiced. Yeah, if if you if like the people who are like involved in mm-hmm. that traditional recruitment yeah. or whatever, and they're looking for a certain thing, they may not even consciously realize that that certain thing they're looking for is because of what yeah. money gets you, what race gets you, and what like. Yeah, so that their target, like ideal girl or their Privilege. ideal guy, Privilege, is prejudice, already empowered. A prejudice. Yep. It, it, yeah. let, let's drop all the P's mm-hmm. in there. And like, yeah. <laughs> that shit is power, facts. Pussy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm on y'all podcast, another P. <laughs> podcast. Nah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, did you smoke? I've been very quiet for these past oh, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready yeah. for you to pop I'm off, though, Taylor. Waiting there's there's very system. little, like, yeah. There's, I, you just have to like the system in itself. The way that the the money structure is, like, it is so elitist and like classist and just there's no fucking way because like even my sorority like it was relatively cheap for st joe's and it still was like three it was 300 and something dollars per semester and like they always made it a point that were like well if you want like if you can't afford it this semester or whatever like you can talk to like the finance chair which is ridiculous because it's usually like a fucking sophomore like accounting major <laughs> you're like um yeah. yeah sorry i'm poor can you like figure it out but then there's only like a certain amount of spaces available because like you need to send the money to uh whatever fucking headquarters yeah. like and then the, like the whole idea for my sorority i was like i was an alpha gamma delta um our philanthropy was our sorority like our sorority had like two branches was, that's like, weird fighting oh hunger. yeah fighting hunger yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was fighting it was it's fight. It's like Alpha Gamma Delta Foundation, happened. which then supports like and it supports, uh, like overreaching like organizations instead of like, um, like we had a chapter or like we uh did uh the J R D F. I don't fucking know. That's really bad. The type one diabetes. Like that was like our chapter thing. So we <laughs> did like a lot of like stuff for them, and like a lot of our money went there. But then a lot of a majority of our dues ended up going towards like Alpha Gamma Delta Foundation, which did Fighting Hunger, and like another one that I can't remember. It's really bad. I had to memorize that for recruitment. Um, <laughs> you know what she said. But that. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, re- recruitment is a whole other issue that like I technically I can't speak on because I could get sued about that because I signed a legal binding document that I can't speak right. on that. Um, yeah, but so um, I can speak on it. <laughs> Yeah, you can. I know that, like, Saint, like at St. Joe's and my chapter, we, like, tried our absolute hardest to not do the stereotypical bullshit where it's, like, okay, like, you look like you can fit in. Like, I had... But even then, yeah. But you even know. you, even you, even like the people with the best intentions have like an unconscious or a subconscious, whatever yeah. biases that they like mm-hmm. bring yeah. and to they try, their they recruitment. Try. And Taylor, Taylor, and I are some people who yeah, aren't exactly. in traditional Greek life, so 
like you guys have that you guys have both been exposed to that because you Yo, went I'll, through it and had to like be on both oh, ends. But, like, I'm gonna yeah, let Taylor, Taylor talk his shit. Taylor, and then I'm gonna go after. I'm say? probably. I'm not gonna <laughs> pop off. Like I'm gonna let Taylor go. Taylor's been. Oh, wait, oh, go, go turn, turn it up. <laughs> um, my okay. So my issue is that whenever you cre- okay, damn. <laughs> speak your, speak your truth, baby. My go, issue go, 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 is go, that. <laughs> I feel like it's inherently like it's it's just inherently divisive and like Mm -hmm. it it kind of it puts a lot of pressure on girls to like be Mm -hmm. a certain way and act a certain way that may not be like who they are which I feel like is really like restrictive especially like i feel like your first year of college is supposed to be like growth a lot of growth right and i feel like if you spend that whole first year doing everything you can to be the person that you think that these people want you to be like Mm -hmm. i feel like that is just not worth it like i feel like it, it you should want to you should want to be around like-minded people who you know are genuinely like-minded people. And like, I understand mm-hmm. like wanting friends, but. And, it's also yeah. like, these are your but, peers. They're people yeah. your age. Who what are was really you. frustrating that, to me. Well, yeah, right. that too. You, I, I'm not going to fucking, I'm 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. I'm not going to sit here and listen to a girl who's two or three years older than me. Tell me. I can't like smoke or like I can't like post. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. literally or, be, like, like, you need to take that no, Instagram like, picture down. I can't like, like no, I don't. Well, and I just don't I can't understand like wanting to be a part of something like that. And whenever I, I critiqued it publicly and this girl was like we get it. You hate women. She she wouldn't. Oh my! She wouldn't God. say it to me. She was <laughs> subtweeting me repeatedly. She wouldn't respond to any of my tweets. But like she would like quote things that I said in my tweet and in her tweets about it. Like she would tweet about what I was tweeting, and I started responding Plus, to her sorority behavior. And I'm like, girl, if you have something to say, like say it with your chest. Like what? Yeah. And I, I I DM'd her first, and then she like blocked me and i was like okay this is or she like she like unfollowed me so i couldn't dm her but it just started this whole thing where like these girls and sororities were uh, like attacking me for i the uh, the original tweet that i posted was it was bid day and the thing that like really freaked me out about all of the bid day posts was like it's all of it's like just like met my sisters. I love these girls so much. Met like, my family. How you don't know that like, you do not know these people at all. Like, how are you saying you love them like in <laughs> such a public way? I don't know. That just feels so like That's strange to bro. me. Yo, Taylor, on some G shit, people be afraid to post their significant other publicly and say they love them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just funny. <laughs> people picking. It's sh- just, yeah, it's just like <laughs> so weird to me. And it's just like, why? It, I just yeah. feel like you're literally like paying for a title. Like you're paying oh, for oh, a 
sense of belonging and like I understand that need like I don't like judge people necessarily for like wanting that but if you are going to act like you're better than other people because of that that's where I have an issue and I feel like a lot of them do and it's especially strange at like schools like Seton Hall where it's like where it's not like Alabama like we're not like it's not like you and your sorority girls like live in this like crazy house and like you like run shit and like it's not like any girl can get into any party unless it's like one of your mixers like it's not that deep yeah. Yo, Taylor, on some real shit, though, that's kind of why I'm at, I'm in a fraternity at Seton Hall because of the fact that it's not that deep. Like, if it yeah. was, like, if it was mob ties deep, I would run. Yeah, well, I'm not even, like, and that's, <laughs> and that's what bothered me about the girls that were attacking me, because they were all girls that I knew personally, and, like, obviously, I'm not criticizing, like, individual sororities at Seton Hall. Like, it's an entire international or national system that is inherently fucked like for like yeah it's a very weird culture like it's weird like no one sat back and like it's easy for people to like point fingers at me or at taylor people who aren't a part of greek life to be like well you're just hating because like you don't like you just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad mm-hmm. like no objectively like take a second and look at it it's weird yeah. and oh, no, like can, even I the good ones yeah. a little bit weird. things that they say like even it's just like strange to me like having people so young boss you around oh. weird i'm like like they're your peers. They are not above you because they hold an arbitrary title in a yeah exactly. That they paid for in a Yo, group this shit exists on every be. level though. It doesn't like, make this, sense. This well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying and, to tie yeah, it back not, to this, yeah, it's not but just, high key, yeah. like that's that's the flaw. Like you go like in high school, even when it's varsity athletes, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Versus versus like the theater kids, and there's always like that quote unquote mm-hmm. disparity. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it really ain't that deep. And I hate how people, like, they're always trying to find their ego that they can attach to and then only move with that and then judge people for being different and shit. Meanwhile, the whole goal for everyone growing up, right? You're trying to be different, right? But, like, how the fuck are we all going to be yeah. different and be appreciative of that when you're trying to conform and then judge others for them conforming their certain type of way? And you come to college, right? And, like, for, furthermore, like, to, like, go off my claim, like, you know, my experience as a man and then also, like, just coming up in college is obviously different than like y'all, right? Because I have to respect the fact that y'all are women and y'all have different experiences. And I'm just like listening. And like, I appreciate just like absorbing this shit. Cause like, first off, I just like the banter. And then, <laughs> second, <of> all, <laughs> and then second of all, I just think. I can't imagine. And that's the other thing. I also kind of understand why boys are joining frats at Seton Hall because otherwise it's like really hard to like mm-hmm. go to parties. So like, yo, yeah. even. Even, like, aside from that, like... That's how St. Joe's is, You know too. what I'm saying? Like, you need... At least for me, though. Like, this has nothing to do with sororities. I can't ever really speak on the sorority experience because I never had that, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know? And I actually personally don't know what goes on behind closed doors because I've never really been in one. Like, y'all would know better than me, if anything. Um, being that, like, you know, someone here has been in one and then Taylor has, like, some history with that shit. On my side, like, the difference is, like, I like to have people who I can, like, just run up with in, like, 2K. Y'all know 2K, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love 2K. And, like, really the bad. video game? 
Yeah, yeah those MLB basketball. Yo, yo, Carly, that was me like subtweeting you right here. <laughs> I was trying to make sure. Yeah, but like also like for me, I was nervous right freshman year because I was like, first, I don't know what Seton Hall culture was like. When I went through like recruitment or whatever, you know, like I came to Seton Hall on like a scholarship for like social justice. So I knew exactly why I was there. So like it took me a whole year, word to what Taylor was saying, like freshman year, growth, taking a, you know what I'm saying, like feeling everything out. So sophomore year is when I like rushed and joined. When I rushed, I was like, I straight up just asked. I was like, yo, I'm not going to like have to conform to like white culture or like, I'm not like, it's okay. Like I'm like this way, that way. And they was all like, yo, bro, like, yeah, why are you so pressed about it? And like high key, when they said that, I was like, ah, fuck, maybe, maybe I'm doing too much and maybe I'm like programmed and maybe this is systemic. And, but I was like, nah, you know what? That's actually my right as like a, a person of color being like a minority. Like, it's okay that I'm asking all these questions and like, Mm -hmm. so what? Like no one really cares after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is your right, because this shit's mm-hmm. whack anyway. I never went in blind. Like, I always blind like to make my move like, on the right time scarier. and shit. Like, take a step back and, like, reevaluate. And, like, I'm so glad I did that, because, like, I'm welcomed, and I'm a lot. You know, like, y'all y'all see Taylor's Sagittarius moon. Like, now I take my shit and put that with the way I, like, view life. With with my empathetic Pisces ass. So I'm always, like, <laughs> out So it's just, like, the fact that, like, I'm able to, like, fully articulate my thoughts my beliefs and i'm always being like welcomed and shit like honestly i wish greek life could be that way for everyone but i just know it ain't gonna be because systemically speaking it doesn't favor it that way yeah that's you know what I'm saying? yeah it's supposed to be like that's what people think the goal is like, mm-hmm. that's what people who defend greek life to no avail like that's what they are saying it is and for some people it genuinely is like it sounds like for you and for kiernan too like you were in a mm. you were in a university setting where the Greek life is smaller. The people who Who's join, genuine, you can yeah, spot exactly. out the ones who are doing it for like yeah. a like, fucked I, up reason. Yeah, it's easier to see when it's that way. Which I is why I can understand shit. why it Other still schools. exists in some schools. But like, oh, on God, because like I've been hearing like, some shit about taking yourself so other seriously. fraternities at other schools, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm a fraternity man. Don't get me wrong, and like, you know what I'm saying? I know how to get right and shit, but like, I never take it an ego type time and i'm never like abiding by like the classist system you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like you can't forget who you are you got to know yourself like that's what we started this podcast on right knowing yourself when people lose their self in their letters what are you going to do when you graduate yeah how are you going to move you still gonna they're, they're gonna identify with their job like, where is your identity like why Isn't do you that tie sad, your though? whole identity to that it's if yeah. if sororities yeah. and fraternities like truly were like about what they like say they are with like philanthropies and like giving back to the communities and stuff there would be no need for service like service frats and like those exist and are almost more popular now than just regular greek life because they like actually adhere to like their like morals and their ethics and like giving back to the community that they are like where they are um which like i wish i had known at like when i was a freshman that those existed at st joe's um but I didn't and I like look back and I regret it because I definitely would have joined something like that because I feel like that just like fits me more as a person than you know rushing a, a like a, a actual like sorority um I, and I like I think 
Yeah. But also, and like, it depends like, on the school. Like, the, there might the not be that many issue, options. I for, think if you really want to, like, yeah. get down to it and, like, try to argue for Greek life is just seeing how most Greek life reacted to COVID and COVID restrictions. Yo, I got some shit I got to say to this. Yeah. Like, you, if you have that little, like, regard towards, like, human life, you do not adhere to your morals and like you are not in a sorority because you care like about people you Bro, care like, about what you say you do like you're a sham and like that is just like the most that's like the easiest way that i can like say that like we need reform in some way because also yeah and then like it, and it all comes down to headquarters. COVID, holy shit. and Yo. headquarters is just money hungry and they don't actually ever care about like justice like in a racial sense and like economic uh, sense yeah like you there's, there's truly only it's one a, way too far it's gone. just abolition at this point and like <laughs> people are going to argue against that to the day they die because like you said like they're too attached to their letters to even see any faults within their yeah. society and their organization Yo, I want to say a little bit more on this because I like I like how abolition was brought up because statistically speaking, I think every year or whenever they do the readings, maybe every five years, like less and less people are joining Greek life. So y'all with me so far, right? When I said that. And like, the thing is, that's not good. If it's, if it's going to exist, it's not good because then it means it's becoming more and more elitist. You understand what I'm saying? Versus like, if it was becoming more and more inclusive, that would be better, right? But with that, with what was but like also like that means there's got to be some systemic reform because That's like true, yeah. you got to understand when Greek life became a thing in our country and the United States, what else was going on? Who wasn't allowed to rush what fraternity, what sorority? Mm, period. period. Greek life, Greek life started as like mm-hmm. a rich exactly white man's like Ivy League. Yo, and nothing club, exists like, in a subcategory unless career. it's going to be a manifestation of the higher system. So like the university system. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's a reason why these Ivy Leagues are in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. But like, what are they yep. built off of? They're built off of slave labor. You know what I'm saying? So like, like we shouldn't be afraid. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like look at all the shit that went down this summer. People were like taking their jabs at Yale and UPenn and like good. And Harvard. Yeah, the what was it? The, the reparations um, in Philadelphia. You noticed? Pay the really, money to like oh, the, you would just. But like, with yeah, that yeah. said though, because like me and Taylor were talking about this this morning, the fact that like, even just as a college student, because like you just said, like imagine being a college student during COVID. Now they got to make me pay for books. Not as GPAs. There's GPAs for what? For virtual classes? Like you're gonna record yeah. yourself teaching, and now I gotta get graded on that. What does that prove? Like, how is that? How is that? Like a. That's not I... my intellectual capacity. Yo, Taylor's exactly. mad smart. Y'all know that. <laughs> Taylor's mad smart. And like, and like when oh, I, I and like to be honest, Taylor's bro, so I'm smart. mad smart too. Like not to like <laughs> guess myself, but like no, period. Mercury Pisces yeah. shit, man. It's, I hate that we measure. I f- like we measure. I failed my Spanish class because I couldn't afford measure the book. <laughs> the textbook like for that. my Spanish class was three hundred fifty dollars. I had to buy all of my own textbooks, and there was literally like no point in my month where like I didn't have to pay a bill. So I had there was like no point where I just like had three hundred fifty dollars that I could just spend on a book. Yo, and I told my professor that. And he told me to get the free trial while I figure it out. 
And then I was in class after it was the third week of class and it was after the free trial ran out and he called on me and I was like, I'm sorry, professor. I still don't have a book. I'm still working on it. Like, and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I already talked to you about this. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, this is in front of my whole class. And like, I had to say in front of my whole class what that I could not afford like that. the textbook. And he got mad at me. And he was like, well, why didn't you do the free trial? And I was like, it's the third week of class. Yeah. Like, expires. Also, professors have unlimited printing budgets usually at school. Or they can print, shit. like, I mean, granted, that's not good for the environment. But if they wanted to, they can print, like... Yeah, they could fucking take the time to scan in a whole textbook for their students. And I've had professors do that for us. Or, like, if somebody can't afford it, they, Yo, like, will print it for deeper, them. And send if you're going to be an like, educator. the shit you like, should do as an first educator. First of all, the shit that's in the textbook, if I'm going to read that, that's basically you saying, purchase this and teach yourself. Why don't you, with your academia background, tell me what's going on yeah, in there. Save true. me the time because that's kind of what you're paid to do. And, like kind of paint the picture and spark discussion because y'all know like speech is an art of healing and that's where learning comes from you understand what i'm saying so like that's that's the way like teaching should be taught not some mindless oh fuck i gotta read 60 pages by monday but like i gotta do it for this quiz but like is that information retained no and and like we're talking no, about measuring intelligence but is that actually like measuring end, intelligence like the, no yeah. so what are we measuring who's obedient we are, we're a rebellious generation. We're not going to be obedient. Like this is mm-hmm. some generation. That's, that's our no. That's uh, that's like there's an astrological astrological explanation for that too. Damn village. The Pluto Sagittarius generation. Yeah. Yeah, I know that shit. I, <laughs> yeah, I know that shit. I'm, yo, crazy thing, Taylor. <laughs> my Pluto Sagittarius is in my first house. Like I wear that shit on my sleeve. <laughs> that's why I'm having this conversation. <laughs> Mine. We need to do an astrology episode at some point. My 11th house. I know, like, my main, like, core signs and (gasps) stuff. We should do an astrology episode. All of my friends are, like, really, really into it. And I'm also pretty into it. Yeah, we can get some more. We need more um, guests on the podcast. But I think, like, when we do guests, we should also do, like, um, like a video call, too, so we can see, yes. like, Every time so people can like, raise their hands. Because I don't want to forget <laughs> so what I got to say. Well, because also sometimes it's hard to hear, like, when, if, like, two people are talking, like, one person's audio gets, like, completely cut. Mm. So I'll be getting better and better, though, every us, episode. Like, y'all hear know that. Oh even know. Yo, what does the graphic designing? Just the graphic designing for head empty. It's a passion project. Oh, we're Carly, you nice with that shit. Like I might, <laughs> I might even hit you up oh, to me. do some more shit. No, no cap. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it'd be fun. I'm like excited that like you have uh, like something to promote too, because then we can like post your shit on our page because it'll just like be easier than like like Kathleen I loved her but when she came on the podcast like I had to go through like old Instagram photos to find <laughs> stuff to put like to say like hey uh, Brogan was easy because he's a celebrity <laughs> but it'll be fun but yeah Taylor read the I'm I'm thinking that since this 
like episode kind of like popped off and there's a lot we want to talk about about college we'll probably do another um like a part two to this but I want to Taylor you can hit some of the dms that people got like pe- people sign up yeah. Greek life you don't have Wait, to do after, all of them after that like, like before we end it ridiculous are we gonna Y'all talk off. about like the college like education system as a whole I feel like we can Yeah, that's what me and Dan were talking about this morning, and I was really excited. Yeah, that's fine because we have a lot of we have a lot of DMs from Greek about life. Greek life, so we might as well just like make a part two that start with the whole Greek life DM situation because people had a lot of good stories for us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, can't relate. Although I didn't, it wasn't that bad, but. Oh, so go ahead, Taylor. Well, bring us into this the is what Dan has been referencing. Evening. Our conversation earlier was kind of um, about how, like, the education system, even like pre-college, like it's not necessarily. And we also touched on this in the Hatfield episode how it's like really like designed for like one type of person. And it's, like, very difficult to expect. What did they call them on TikTok? It's, like, uh, Yeah, like, if you are the slightest bit, Neurotypical, yeah. I think it's, I don't know, this, like, mentally ill. Like, if there's literally anything wrong with you. Yeah, I think that's what it was, but I don't want to be wrong. (laughs) Neurodivergent or whatever. Yeah, and I... It's just like there are different types of learners. Well, yeah. I think that means that too. Yeah, it doesn't mean like you have a mental yeah. illness or like and it's an idea like, before, but like it also uh, like it that. just like is a massive failure. I think like to be so aware of the fact that this is clearly a broken system, yet we continue to partake in it every day, and like it's almost impossible not to because by the time you realize how fucked it is, you've already gone 20,000 degree yeah you're close to your degree but you're already I'm thinking like the fact that they make us as 18 year olds like they put us in this position where we're pressured into choosing a major that we are told is going to impact the job that we are also told that we're basically going to be or the field that we're going to be in for the rest of our lives like what and like we all know it's such cap too yeah how the yeah and it's also like you don't even have like it's also well now it's like you need a bachelor's degree to get an entry-level job and if you want to stand out you need or to get like a higher paying job you need a master's or a doctorate or something like yeah or or or, like, this is something that I noticed this year, and I don't know. I actually don't think it's unique to the COVID situation. I think it's just, like, a, like a sign of the times, I guess, for lack of better words. If you can't – a lot of people – and this is something people DM'd us, too. If you can't find a job right away – and I didn't realize, by the way, no one told me that, like, your whole end of junior year and senior year of college – if you don't commit to a job, like you're supposed to have a job lined up almost like a year in advance. And I don't know if that's just for people with business degrees, but like it was very, it was a lot of pressure in at St. Joe's to like 
I, I was like eight months, nine months away from graduation and I still didn't have it's a, a job. Race. And I was one of that the is, only people who didn't have a job so lined up. But yeah, but like what people are like, what I noticed this year is that like, and I don't know if this is because of COVID or not, but if you can't find a job in like this made up timeline that people have given you, like basically by graduation or significantly before then, then you like must, you just quit your job search and you look into a master's degree. And that's what so many people are doing now because they're like, okay, well, I can't get a job so and I'm not going to work for minimum wage. That's so me. I might as well just get a, a master's degree because then in a year from now, I'll be better off. And that's not you, Kieran. I needed it. That's not just yeah. you because I, you're well, in a, a field on, that kind of like – like, Okay, so when I went to St. Joe's, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I liked history. So okay. I was like, you know what? Good enough. I'm just going to do that for the first year. And if I don't like it, I'll figure it out later. But, you know, I ended up getting a degree in it, which, you know. Yeah, no, I have. Not. I got ADHD. Like, yeah, not neurotypical. Like, you and I learned very similarly. I got lucky. I got an internship. Um, in Tanzania basically through a family friend <laughs> and I was like oh cool like I think I want to do something with like communications and like nonprofits, um, development that sort of thing because it just I, I it fit me and fit what I wanted to do so you can't get it you can't get a job out of college doing that like with an undergrad degree like it's impossible mm-hmm. so um, I'm now I'm getting my master's right now in London for international communications and development um, and it's great. Um, I really yeah, enjoy it. Wish. So I like you gonna be. Yeah, yeah. So like, She's not, not in London, London but I'll be in London in January if my Yo, gets approved. Yeah. So, um, and the one thing I have to say, especially about education and um, the United States, is that, and I also went abroad when I was in college. I went to London <laughs> and studied there for a semester in the fall, and. The way that teaching is done, it's okay. The way that, like, well, I was like, there's sorry, no I way accidentally Kiernan was laughing like that. <laughs> That's on me. Um, the like education system <laughs> is so different and is so much better than the United States. Like, just. Mm-hmm. That's what, because Taylor was saying before you, when you dropped off, Kiernan, like, when you're audio wasn't connected taylor was saying like all this stuff about like how yeah, fucked the education me, system is and the whole time i was s- thinking like i can't wait okay. to and gets back on because girl, i don't like is this an american girls thing? on like, tiktok make me think differently uh, well i mean their high school system is like kind of similar but you go to you go to college and you have so much more freedom their system there with like how they set up classes is that for okay so for where this the university that i studied abroad at um I had three, four class. I had four classes that we met once a week for three hours, and they split the class. So like the first hour and a half hour, and there's also they give you like an, a 30, 40 minute break in between. So it's like you're not even there for the three hours, That's which good. St. Joe's would never do, or like any American university would be like, you'd be there for three hours, you get a five minute break, and that's it, because that's the only way we know how to operate. Maybe I'm not even here. Um, I'm an illusion. Uh, so they split it in half. So, like, the first half, like, the professor would just be like going over like readings and stuff, like answering questions about like concepts, whatever. And like the classes I took were history classes. So like that's kind of like how history classes like function. And then the second half, it was just like an op- an open 
seminar where you were just talking with like your classmates about like concepts and stuff so like the one class I talked we talked a lot about like race in the United States and that was it was just like a really cool like dialogue that you got with like British kids Irish kids like schools in England themselves are already like super diverse so like Mm -hmm. there's just a diverse opinions on like every subject so it was just really cool and like my master's program is super diverse like I have a really good friend from Pakistan um hey I'm Pakistani Hey, uh, my. I wonder if he listens, Ali. You're he. We just did a group presentation in. Yeah. Um, like we're really good friends, and like all of my classes, like will revolve around like what mm-hmm. the top will like be given a topic, but then we can speak on like whatever kind of we think about the topic or like sources that we found that like it's just it's it's a conversation, and like you just learn so much more by having like an open dialogue with classmates about the things that you want to talk like what you want to talk about yeah exactly and it just i'm a a conversationalist too like i'm learning right now just by talking to y'all and listening conversation exactly and like that is what education i'm also like i was blessed and like carly is too uh like having an educator as a parent and like me listening to my dad for the past 20 years he's an art teacher so like he has a little bit more like leniency and like education and stuff but he is such a firm believer in getting rid of tests um rescheduling kids to go in until like nine until two mm-hmm. like he is like this spokesperson at yeah. Lower marion to That's try to good. change like the structure um because he calls it the 1800 system where, it like, is. No- like nothing nothing has changed since they created public education <laughs> exactly well that's what it was like its inception was it's based babysitting on the, the way it's structured right now is babysitting that's how they like, got their f- and that's also why the united states doesn't have child care yeah like inception, you know, universal yeah. child care like Yo, yeah that's what i mean you know what I mean? no inception, school in like, the united states inception it, like it's beginning it's inception conception I, whatever i i think i, I think it can be both but yeah, that's like listen. I have an English degree, and I United may or may States not be correct. Education <laughs> system is that we are given a book, and a teacher talks at us, and we're oh, like, right. there's got, nothing that we can do about it. <laughs> starting a point or institution. I'm wrong. Good night. Back to bed. I think mm-hmm. like. My whole thing, like, my mom has said this, like, college is not for everyone, and she doesn't mean that in, like, a degrading, demeaning way, but, like, people always say, like, I am a firm believer that, like, higher education or all education should be free or, like, not as expensive as it is, and people, people's argument is always, like, on the lines of, like, well, that's socialist, like, so you agree, so you agree, it's not a measure of intelligence, it's about how much money you have, you agree, our toilets. Like who's gonna unclog our toilets or whatever? Yeah, but like their whole their whole argument is like, well, then if everyone has a degree, then who's gonna like unclog our toilets or like mow our lawns? First of all, not everyone is not everyone wants higher ed because mm-hmm. of how much money it is. We- they also don't want it because it's not what they want to do. It's not what they're passionate about, and it's not how they learn. Like some people need to be working with their hands. They need to like build. They need to go into career paths that don't necessarily lend themselves to being in a classroom for another four years. And that will always be the case. Yes, but but they should also have the ability and the option and the like 
the not safety net, but like the alternative path to like later on down the line, if they want to get a degree in something they can, and it should, money shouldn't be what bars them. It should be their own personal, like, I'm not a, like an, uh, a learner that I'm not like the type of person that learns that way. I need to do stuff with my hands. I got something like, to say it, on that. It and needs like, to be, it needs going to back to what, what you just said about like the threat of it being afford. a socialist way to live. First of all, shouldn't we be encouraging social mobility? Oh, so you agree. Oh, you agree to shit is classist. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want this. You don't want people who come from nothing yes. to have an opportunity to make something of themselves. America loves rags to riches stories. That's, that's what the American dream is built upon. But as soon as that shit becomes slightly more accessible, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Exactly. See, that's, that's strange. Because this is- as long as people, people's only argument against people's only argument against socialism yeah. is inherently a logical fallacy like they are using the slippery slope argument to combat socialism because anytime they say like socialism yeah. is bad People because then if everyone gets like free handouts no one will want to work that is a fallacy that is not how things happen and it, like both in an argumentative sense and it doesn't happen yeah. in no, like, reality let's just let me bring up this point also because like we live in a capitalist structure i also don't want to cut correlate. like nobody off i just know taylor's got the same energy as I do. So, like, I got to, like, assert myself, too. But, um, You're good. Like, for example, like, y'all got this podcast, right? In theory, podcasts can generate you wealth. Like, when you, like, get big and like, you have listeners. Like, it can, you know, streaming and shit. Mm-hmm. You're doing this shit for free right now, though. You're not doing no nothing. People will do as they're meant to be doing. Because people will do in this life what they're meant to do for eternity. You have your skills, you have your talents, you have your passions. You're going to just go for it. In this system, which is meant to like allow like further development of that, at the same time, there's also an inhibitor, and that's the lack of wealth. If you don't have that shit, you, like, in, in order to express your talents in this world, it's such a privilege, especially in this mm-hmm. country. Because not everyone even has the privilege to express their talent. Because it literally just comes down to how much you got to work, how much money you got, who you got to feed. All right, I'm gonna let Taylor talk. No, no, don't, don't. You guys are good. I can't really yes. follow that up. That was pretty, you know, like blah, like blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, Taylor's, Taylor's our blue-haired liberal, supporter. though. This is like right after. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Um, you see my Twitter? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna follow you after this. Amazing! It is I'm just so always good. on Twitter. I don't know. Um, I just think that it's not designed. I don't think anything in America is designed for people who are struggling to actually ever succeed. Mm-hmm. I think it's designed in a way that people who even like, inc- including the college system, like that. It it's really so it's really created in a way that if you are having a hard time they will give you just enough to say that they gave you something but it'll never be enough to actually get you out of that place that you're struggling in but like like if there's there's something blocking you there's something no, it's, that, no, like, it makes sense. you like, are always going always to have, inhibitor. have like, a metaphorical palm on your forehead as you're trying to, like, move forward. Okay, Thoughts. We need to thank the sponsor of this week's episode, OK Drugs. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and it's not because we've all lowered our standards. OK Drugs also lowered their prices for Head Empty No Thoughts listeners. So you can check in, chew up, and tune out with OK Drugs Peach Eatables a perfectly calming remedy for those seeking a gentle easing of worry. Peach Eatables are vegan, 
THC-free, made with broad-spectrum CBD to help you relax, and L-theanine to help you stay focused. Order your feel-good fix and use promo code HEADEMPTY to get 10% off your first order and find clarity. That's code HEADEMPTY, should be easy to remember, all caps, no spaces, to get 10% off your first order. Um, we just want to thank OK Drugs for sponsoring us. We think it's so awesome that you guys were able to send us some of your um, CBD gummies, the peach eatables. They're so good. They really do taste just like peach rings, and they they really do work. So if you're a fan of CBD or you haven't tried it and you would like to, now's the perfect time because you get 10% off, and the holidays can be super overwhelming. So what better time to reach for a CBD gummy? So thank you guys for sponsoring us, and let's get back to the episode. The system in itself, as long as the United States continues to prey on, like, like hopes and, like, clings to the kids that they see as, like, not fitting into the mold as going to the universities, uh, they need those kids because they, the U.S. military preys on those kids. And, like, those are the kids that go into the military. Like, my brother's in the military. I do not mm-hmm. support the United States military. And they're disproportionately, they are, they disproportionately target, black and brown exactly, kids like, because they come from the neighborhoods those areas. and school systems and, like, that lack the... Like, you can't yeah. argue it. Like, the statistics are there. Like, if you want to argue it, you're just dumb. Like, you're just being ing- willfully ignorant. And, like, I love my brother. And, like, he, he has his life. He does what he wants. But, like, he fit in that mold of, like, I don't want to go to college, but I don't see other options. And it's shoved down people's throats like that, that, like oh, well, the military is an option. Mm-hmm. And this is what you can get from that, especially with recruiters being able to go into schools and talk to these kids who feel like they don't have other options because the United States purposely doesn't give them the options. Mm-hmm. Unless a school makes it a point to be like, oh, you don't want to go to college? All right, well, here's some trade school options. Or like, here's some like, maybe you want to go an art path. Like, you don't have to go like to a, you know like or like go to a junior college first see if it's what you want and i oh sorry no no continue yeah go for it i was gonna say i feel like alternate paths are like really heavily frowned upon like i mean i guess and i'm speaking from the perspective of graduating from haddonfield memorial high school Mm -hmm. like (laughs) if i didn't go to college if i never put my freaking piece of paper on that pin board Mm. people would have been like you're a degenerate yeah or like you're poor like people like would make root like they would be like oh you're going to community college like people wouldn't put community colleges on the board yeah and like oh you're going to ccc yeah i think when we were sophomores and like she was ridiculed for it yeah and like even the people who were like defending her were like still in a sense like ridicule like still being like well and like, like there are she's people... just saving money like the f- it's her business like she can wear the fuck she wants yeah. to do like it doesn't have to be just saving money it could just be that you wanted to do that there are kids in our grade who like chose a different like career path and they went straight from uh high school into like a trade and like are doing so well like I, one of the kids in our grade i don't i don't i'm just not gonna say his name but like he uh is it's needed doing construction like, or something and yeah. he's doing so well for himself like he is that. our age yeah so like, like 22 that's, we need those people it's 20 he's 22 and he has his own he bought his first house and also like that is what you excel in like you are put on this <laughs> earth for one thing and that's like obviously like not to be mm-hmm. hedonistic but like 
you, that's right your self-fulfillment is like top priority and if you're gonna drive yourself crazy putting yourself on a path yeah. that you were not you're just meant not for, gonna be happy then like you will have it, a breakdown it's just not by the time gonna be conducive to Before your own that. health or yeah. like the world in general yeah and nobody oh, tells absolutely. you that and they expect little kids like in the grand scheme of things we're little kids in high school they and college they expect tests. us to have it all figured out and to know what we want and to like make the right choices, but everyone's telling us and to do something is, that you can't rush maybe your own we healing. don't want to do. Number three, you can't rush your discovery. You know what I'm saying? Number four, mm-hmm. we got to get over this sentiment that like you have to know yourself by 18 because guess mm-hmm. what? You force yourself to know yourself by 18 and you don't allow yourself to have these ego deaths and you just roll with it. That's why That's why there's a thing called midlife crisis. Absolutely. You know, I, I ain't trying to have that. I'd rather deal with myself now and figure my shit out now so that way by the time I'm like 28, and then mm-hmm. moving on, I know exactly where I'm at, what I'm doing. And then, like like Carly said, self-fulfillment. And, yo, mm-hmm. you know, the point brought up about, like, how we're forced to, like, either choose school or a trade or this and that. Like, everyone here, like, you got to applaud yourself because, like, being your own self, like, your own individual self, that's the most rebellious shit you can do. Because they don't they don't have a system for people. Oh, yeah. Fast. There's no system input currently that is going to encourage you to like too, literally yeah. be your own authentic true self, which is innately coming from you, like the gifts that you were given, your own passions. Whether you become a plumber or whether you become like y'all are like on a podcast or if you're an artist or you're an educator, whatever you are, if that's you being your authentic self, there ain't no system currently input to help you become that. That's all you. Mm-hmm. Like people got to like. I'm usually yeah. and we're supposed that to come happen to at that 18. conclusion and like, ourselves there's no you're way at home a lot of still you're living that. with your family you haven't had yeah. any sort of, and i'm not saying that like even if you stay in high school like and living with your family that that like is depriving you of the opportunity for growth but like if like it, going to college like you're never ever ever going to be in any environment or it's very unlikely that you'll ever be in any environment with that large of like a melting pot. And Garrett, Garrett and I were talking about this the other day and like, this is his point and I'm kind of stealing it, but like that large <laughs> of a melting pot of like so many different like people mm-hmm. and ideas and like w- with different mm-hmm. goals and different like aspirations, like yeah. it's very unlikely that in any other setting you will be around that many different perspectives um after you graduate that's actually why i'm at college because it's like they talk about the experience honestly like the experience i'm here for is meeting different people learn you know what i'm saying like obviously this is some pisces shit though like learning through people (laughs) you understand what i'm saying it's okay i got yeah for real though because it's just like you know what i'm saying like life is really just about enjoying the experience and like that means you got to actually just like value like what people bring to the table because like it ain't no accident i feel like when you meet certain people who inspire you and shit like you're meant to learn about yourself in a certain respect period yep Uh, yeah and i like i feel like especially like going to st joe's like i like and now going to like a program and like a school that's like known for its diversity like feeling like i missed out on like four years of like different opinions and like i know being in like the history program like there is definitely like a wider variety of like ideas and thoughts but like saint joe's is not a diverse school so like we're missing a huge chunk of that um 
and I and I like to your point like that is just so important <laughs> to like any person who's coming from like a town like Haddonfield too that doesn't have that diversity like coming from a, like a, a town to that and then going to like a super diverse school can like truly change people's like entire perspectives of like their life and like their future and like the world around them and if you go from like one bubble to another like you are doing yourself like such a disservice mm-hmm. um and trying to and, experience like, going to college and joining a sorority right a sorority. Sorority. And, like, like, <laughs> around like-minded people who who really aren't like-minded yeah. like there, there's no like real like moral like togetherness like you're not yeah you're not like yeah. banding together it's to a, like change fake. the world it was it's the same issues with like saint joe's and like apex and like you're going to you're going you're yeah we're going to appalachia to like oh my god change the world but, Ugh, like, you're not that is going to be its own episode like, your own, not change the world like you're not but to like help your own community like philly like needs help a lot of the time yeah. but you're not even attempting i think like to your point also like people the the whole point of like and this is not just higher ed this is like just putting yourself in a different like environment is so important because bottom line is people who go from high school to college whatever whatever your plan is after college people generally go back to their comfort zone and that's why it's so important to like have those mm-hmm. experiences or push yourself to go to a like a university that's like maybe a little bit further away or like a little bit bigger than you might have been like used to because if you don't push yourself to get out of your comfort zone or like experience things that you didn't even realize you needed to experience you're going to be just one of those people that like goes back to their comfort zone after college like so many people like learn so much over the course of four years in college or in high school or whatever they decide to do and then like the minute they get back home they're like reverting back to themselves. So like you need to retain that stuff. Like even if it's not the educational, like academic lessons Mm -hmm. that you're learning from classes, then make it the social lessons that you're learning because otherwise you're doing a disservice to other people when you go back to where you came from, like your hometown and whatnot. Yo, so like, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Head Empty. Go ahead. Hearts filled. Move in. Right timing. <laughs> a lot of content. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, I was nervous as shit before the episode because I was like, I hope I have enough to contribute. <laughs> I was like Oh my god, yeah. this is gonna be the I best. Hope. I'm gonna pull so <laughs> many Absolutely. of your, this like, was audio fun though. Clips, like I had like I genuinely was here just to like you know what I'm saying, like learn from y'all and like just like enjoy the experience of like being on a podcast. This is my first time participating in a podcast too. Hell yeah. yeah. That's cool. My shit is right timing, and I only got one song out right now, Devil's Playground, but that's because I'm waiting for the Age of Aquarius to kick in, and then I got some things up my sleeve. Absolutely. Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Yes, soon. Instagram is just business, and that's that. It ain't, no, it ain't nothing real. I don't look for validation <laughs> on that. Period. <laughs> True. Fuck capitalism. That's what that is. Well, thanks for thanks joining for us, everyone. And thank you so Belucci much good. to our special guest, Right Timing, Daniel Balooch. Am I saying that right? Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks, Belucci. y'all. Bye. Good night.